You're listening to episode 127 of the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and this week we're going to be talking all about navigating overwhelm. If you're feeling overwhelmed right now in your life, in your business, if you feel like you have too many projects and there's too much pressure to do it all, and you also somehow feel like you want to be able to do it all, then keep listening because we're going to be talking about how you can break these things down in your mind and step outside of your overwhelm, gain clarity on what you actually want to accomplish and do, and then break those things down into tangible action steps. Seriously, it is so much easier than you think to navigate your overwhelm, and to not feel overwhelmed with dealing with your overwhelm. So keep on listening and let's jump into it. Welcome to the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and this is the place to be to live a more mindful and productive life. If you're ready to turn daily chaos into calm and start your days with intention, then get ready to join me as we dive deep into mindful living and personal productivity. It's time to connect with your true self so you can live the life you want to live. And it all starts now. Welcome back to the show, everyone. It's a brand new week. The sun is shining, at least where I am, and I am full of inspiration and excitement for this week to not feel super overwhelming. So there's the intention behind it, but there's also the tangible things that you can do to recognize not only when you're feeling overwhelmed, but how to get started. This is something I hear again and again from my students, from my clients, from all of you in my DMs. I'm feeling so overwhelmed. I just don't know where to start. The world and the pressure of everything is caving in on me and I feel like I can't even do anything. I don't know where to start. So let's talk about that today. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to remind you that my course, Publish with Purpose, we're going to be doing another live round. This is my program where I show you how to create, format, and self-publish your own journal or planner on Amazon in 60 days or less. And our next round of a 60-day sprint where we do this live together and we have eight weekly group calls, starts on September 28th. So if you want to be a part of this and get all of the details, make sure you head on over to mindfulproductivityblog.com forward slash PWP for Publish With Purpose. All right, let's start talking about overwhelm. This is something we all encounter and it can feel like a concrete wall that is just suddenly in our way. But overwhelm doesn't have to stall us. And it's actually a symptom of a handful of things that we actually have more control over than we realize. So in today's episode, we're gonna be talking about it, how it happens, how it comes up, and how you can begin to release it so that you can move forward with more clarity. So first of all, overwhelm happens when we give ourselves too much of one thing. In fact, if you go Google overwhelm in the definition, that is what it says. It's giving yourself or someone else too much of one thing. This usually is in the form of pressure. Whether that's pressure for what we have to do and what we think we have to do, pressure around how fast we think we have to do it, right? But it's also a symptom of a mindset that we might be carrying. 
the biggest way to clear the road toward a productive day or productive project outcome is actually to bring more clarity in to what you want to accomplish. Think about it. Oftentimes we'll come up with a project idea and we actually don't really know what that means or we'll give ourselves what we think is a task like record a podcast episode, but then we don't actually take that and break it down into steps. So there's actually a video over on my IGTV over on Instagram at Mindful Productivity Blog. I will link it directly in the show notes of this episode, which you can always find by going to mindfulproductivityblog.com and just looking for whatever episode. So this is 127. But there's a video I did, I think it's about 11 minutes on IGTV, where I break down what it looks like to break down a focus project. And I talk about why this is so important, because oftentimes we'll do stuff. And I think the example I used in that video was you give yourself a project or a task, what you think is a task of launch a podcast. But that actually is not the task. That's the project. That's the big scope. That's the outcome or the goal. And that outcome or goal is not even clearly defined. What does it really mean to launch a podcast, right? So in that video, I talk about how important it is to break that down into a focus project where you're clear on your subcategories and your outcomes, and then you're also clear on your target tasks, and you really know like what you need to research, what you already know, and what you may have to go find or uh, what you may need to take action on once you've completed both of those things. So a lot of times overwhelm happens because we kind of we kind of give it to ourselves, right? We, we give ourselves a task of something really big, like high level, um, and we don't take time to break that down into target tasks within a focus project. We also don't get clear on really what we want and really what that means. So that means being really clear on what you truly want the objectives and the outcomes to be. And then it also means having clarity on what those steps might be. So let's take an example, right? If you tell yourself, I want to climb a mountain, what you actually might be saying to yourself is, I want to know how to climb a mountain. And then what you're actually seeking clarity on is maybe something like, I want to know how to climb a mountain in 48 hours and feel prepared, right? Or without getting a ton of blisters on my feet, right? Or without feeling worried about encountering a bear, not knowing what to do, right? Right. So when you think of something that you're doing, like take one thing that has you feeling super overwhelmed today or this week, or that maybe has been on your to-do list forever and you're starting to feel the pressure. And that's another thing as a sidestep real quick. A lot of times we can we can eliminate quite a bit of overwhelm by taking something off of our plate. I'll give you a, a kind of a different example about this. Years ago, I had a craft room. When my husband and I first got married and we moved across the country, we got a bigger townhouse. And so we each had our own room. It was really cool. And at the time, I didn't have my business, but I had a ton of craft stuff. So I actually had, I designated that room of mine to be my craft room. And I had tons of craft stuff. I had yarn and materials that I'd gotten. Like I, I went to this craft store years prior to get all these materials to sew a specific like purse from the specific pattern I had. I had all these projects. All of these projects had been built up in my craft room and were just sitting there. And you know what happened? Every time I would walk into my craft room, instead of feeling joy and expansion and elation, I would feel complete 
overwhelm and I would feel completely stuck and I would feel guilt for all the projects I hadn't started and I would also feel guilt for all the projects that I didn't even want to start anymore but I had spent money on right I had invested in supplies but I didn't want to do them anymore so one of the biggest ways that you can overcome overwhelm and this is what I did is I just went one day I went through my craft room and I said What are the things that I can really just let go of? What are the things that I've had or the materials or the supplies that I've had for years that I keep telling myself I'm going to use, but deep down I know it's probably not going to happen? What would it be like to just let go of those things, to donate those things to someone that could absolutely use them and would and would enjoy it? And then what would it be like to come step back into my craft room? Well, I did that and I eliminated so many things. And to this day, I don't feel any remorse about it because I also know there's always more, right? There's always an opportunity to get back into something in the future if I really want to. But what it did was it eliminated all this pressure that I created for myself and it allowed me to go into my craft room and do what I really wanted, which at the time years ago was writing letters and making handmade cards for a lot of my family and friends. So reducing overwhelm can be letting go of things, right? Letting go of tasks or projects or maybe even demands that you have from other people, changing your mind. That can be one of the first steps. But again, coming back to what you really want or what the outcome really is, Overwhelm can be defeated or lessened when you get even more clear on what your actual objectives are and what you need them to be. So a quick tip here is if you're still feeling overwhelmed after claiming a goal, whatever that might be, recording a podcast episode, writing a blog post, um, launching something new in your business, if you're still feeling overwhelmed with it, then I encourage you to keep digging deeper around what it is that you really want, right? What does a a course launch look like in your business? What are the steps that you need to take? When do you want to get certain things done? I love to make work back calendars for a lot of my projects or my focus projects in my business. So not only will I get really clear on what the outcome is and what it looks like when it's actually finished, but I also get clear on what are the steps that I need to accomplish it. And then when do I want those milestone tasks to be completed and by what date? It's so important with tasks to not only figure out what they are, but also to give them a place where you're actually doing them and doing the work. So here's something I told a client the other day, and that is overwhelm is a desire to complete a project without clarity on what the tasks are to complete it. So again, if you are not clear on what the micro tasks are in that kind of lead up to what a project completion looks like, then you're you're probably going to feel overwhelmed. And overwhelm also occurs when we have a desired goal that we want to reach, but we aren't clear on how, when, or the container of time that we want to accomplish it in. So really, it's quite simple. And overwhelm compounds the more that we feel it. So in other words, The more overwhelmed you feel, the more each task or idea that you have or that gets added into your master task list is going to add more weight to the pile of that overwhelm that you're always already feeling. When I feel overwhelmed, instead of trying to prioritize all of my tasks, 
I actually do something very different. And this isn't always possible, but you can usually do this with quite a bit of what you have. And that is to just scrap everything and start from scratch. Sometimes you can have so many different things pulling and vying for your attention that it can almost feel impossible to try to prioritize. In fact, a lot of different journals and planners have things that help you map out like how like what what is the priority task and blah 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 but what I find is actually more helpful is just to start over because when you start over mapping out what you need to do the priorities will naturally and organically happen you'll be very clear on them and so there's actually five different questions that you can ask yourself and I will put these in the show notes as well and this is to really help you hone in on where your focus is and these questions can help you really reduce your overwhelm. So the first question that you can ask yourself, and you can write these down on a piece of paper or type them out in a Google Doc or my favorite new software, which is Notion. The first question is, what do I need to get done in the next hour? So if you need to, if you only have an hour, in fact, if you go back and listen to episode 126, I talk about using one productive hour a day to get as much as you can done. If you're feeling overwhelmed, that's a great place to start. But asking yourself, what do I need to get done in the next hour? If I only had another hour to my day, what are some of the things that I could get done that would take the weight off my shoulders? We all have tasks and they aren't necessarily huge tasks, but they're tasks that carry sometimes the most emotional weight or the most energetic weight in terms of maybe they're tasks that feel frustrating or we just don't want to do them. If you can do those first and get them out of your way, like sending that email or responding to that thing that's just been in your subconscious mind for weeks on end, you're going to find that you bring a a lot more mental energy to the rest of your day. So what do you need to get done in the next hour? Then you can ask yourself, what do I need to get done today? So when 5 p.m. rolls around or whenever you end your work day or whenever you're like, I'm done, what do you really need to accomplish? And it's really important to come at this from a place of what actually needs to be done, not what do you want to get done, right? But what actually needs to get done? Like if nothing else gets accomplished today, what really needs to get done, right? Like what are the things that just must happen okay and really this also taps into giving yourself permission again to release some of that pressure because oftentimes I'll have to-do lists and I'll be like this has to happen today and then I kind of check in with myself and I'm like oh wow no it, it would it really would be okay if it happened tomorrow right the third question you can ask yourself as is what would be nice to get done this week. So what are the things that, you know, if you don't get them done or they don't happen, it's okay. But what would really feel nice, right? This is kind of similar to like a stretch goal. What would be really great if you could also get these things done this week? The fourth question is, what would I like to have completed by the end of the month? So by the end of the month or 30 days from now, whenever you're starting this, What would I like to have completed? And not only completed, but, you know, get clear on what completion looks like for those things. So if you have a project that you're working on, make sure that you know what it's going to look like when you actually are done. And this comes back to perfectionism, too, because there's a lot of different things that you could create that technically could never be done and that could always be improved. But give yourself a a line there that tells you, hey, I'm actually done with this, right? And I can always improve. 
A great example of this is uh, courses and programs that I create. So when I created Publish with Purpose, I had the core curriculum and all the lessons, and it only grows over time. If I had waited to try to think of every possible question that a student would ask me, or every possible hiccup that people might encounter, or tech issue, or whatever, the course would still not be out in the world a year later after it's been created, right? So Things can always grow and expand. You can always add more to things. You can always improve things, right? That's why Apple releases like different versions of their iOS platform and apps have different updates, right? And packages that you install. It's an ongoing process. So give yourself permission there. And then the last question, number five, is what can I put on my list to not worry about right now? Now, I think this is especially important, especially with quarantine or for those of you that may have kids at home going to school and on Zoom or whatever distance learning. There's a lot on your plate. There's a lot on um, everyone's plate and for a variety of different reasons, right? And so really what can be nice, especially if you're having a stressful day or a stressful week, is to say, okay, self, what is something that I just don't have to worry about right now, right? That I can just take off my plate. And this could include just putting something, you know, away and tabling it for a while, but it could also include possibly delegating something or possibly spending money in a different way to help you out, right? So maybe you're having a busy week and you have some extra cash. Maybe this week, instead of worrying about meals and what you're gonna eat, Maybe you hire a delivery service or you try a meal plan club or something like that, or you pay for a recipe subscription that tells you what the meal plan is every week so you don't have to think about it. So the things that you're not worrying about can also be things that you're not having to make decisions about because having too many decisions can also cause decision fatigue and a lot of overwhelm. It can be so much easier to just make decisions ahead of time when you are feeling super, super stressed. So these questions and this kind of strategy is very similar to what I talked about back in episode 118 of the podcast where I talked about rebuilding and what I've been doing to kind of rebuild my life and business. So if you like that idea of instead of trying to go back and do everything you thought, if you like the idea of rebuilding and kind of restarting over and refocusing your attention now that the world looks very different, then go listen to episode 118 after this. You'll find it very, very helpful. So when you come back to projects with this lens, then you are able to break down your goal into a focus project that includes subcategories and target tasks. And you're going to just reduce or if not eliminate a lot of that overwhelm. Now, I've talked to you about some tangible ways that you can manage this, but I also want to remind you that overwhelm is a mindset that we can also fall into, right? There's always going to be external and very real pressure and what you may have on your plate at from what you may have on your plate at any given time. But the extent to which everything is urgent or requires your full attention, that's always up for debate, right? So for example, We all make rules in our heads about how we should get things done in terms of the order, what it looks like, how we feel. 
even when I record a podcast, there's always more I think about including or maybe I should include more or I can find myself judging how efficiently I record a given episode. Here's a great example. If you had to unpack your entire household and all of your belongings, something that me and my husband have had to do many, many times during our marriage so far as we move a lot, you could make rules about which boxes you need to unpack first and which cabinets need to be filled in which order and blah, 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 right? But that is going to become very stressful when you realize, inevitably, that the movers may have stacked the boxes in a random or different order, or that you can't get to a certain corner of a room until several other things are moved and unpacked, right? So if you had all these rules and expectations for yourself about the order of how you were supposed to do things, you create a lot of overwhelm and stress for yourself that's really just not needed. Instead, you can realize that you have to work at each box one at a time and unpack things as best you can with the situation you find yourself in. Projects and goals are the same way. You can spend an eternity planning out your strategy, mapping out your action steps, etc. But when it comes to the actual action part, you need to be flexible and you need to be able to adapt to change. That's how people get things done and are the most productive when you're able to be flexible. Now, it's not always easy and sometimes it can be frustrating, but this is when often this is when overwhelm often occurs, right? When plans don't go as planned and then we overanalyze what we need to do next. Sometimes it's as simple as just doing what you can do next, right? Taking that first box that's in front of you and unpacking it and just doing it and just getting it done. You will always be more susceptible to overwhelm when you are stressed, when you're tired, or when basic needs aren't met. So one of the most effective ways to keep yourself out of that overwhelmed pit of despair is to make sure you're doing what you can to get adequate sleep, to drink enough water, and take care of your mental health. Overwhelm is both a reality and a real thing. It's also pressure that we feel from others, from external circumstances, and ourselves internally. And it's also a mindset that we can carry when we create too many rules or expectations about how, why, or when something needs to get done. So the more that you're able to step back from your overwhelm and take a minute to ask yourself some of those five questions that I gave you and consider some of these mindset shifts, I have a feeling that you'll feel a lot more You'll feel a lot less overwhelmed and you'll be able to really gain clarity and take the action steps that you need to get things done. And remember, overwhelm is also just a state of stillness, right? It's a state where you've kind of stopped that kinetic energy of momentum. So it can feel like a lot to get started again, but once you get started, once you start tackling tasks again, once you start moving your body more, you'll build up that kinetic energy, you'll build up that motion and you'll be able to get more things done and you'll start to feel more productive, which will just lead to more efficiency and productivity throughout your day. I hope this episode was helpful for you. If you found this valuable, then please make sure to tell your friends about the show. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Come on over to Instagram, follow me at Mindful Productivity Blog, leave me a comment, let me know what you thought of this week's episode, and come join me over at my brand new website, mindfulproductivityblog.com. It got a beautiful makeover and an update, and I'm so very proud of it. 
and there's some really cool features now that are on there, including my new page about where I stand on human rights and social issues. There's a now page where you can kind of see behind the scenes of what I'm doing right now that I try to update every week. And there's a more streamlined way that you can access all of the materials and resources on the website and see how that you, how you can work with me as well. So if you're interested in all any of those things, make sure to go check out the blog, mindfulproductivityblog.com. And if you're interested in publishing your own journal or planner on Amazon and you want to get it out into the world before the big holiday rush, right? So that people can get their hands on it for the holiday season and for the new year, then make sure to come join me in Publish With Purpose and let's do the thing. Join us for our live weekly calls. We're starting on September 28th. And again, you can find all of the details for this by going to mindfulproductivityblog.com forward slash PWP for Publish With Purpose. All right, have a wonderful week ahead. I will talk to you soon. And as always, I will see you next Monday right back here on the Mindful Productivity Podcast. Take care.